What up? It is episode 34, week of July 29th, 2019. This is Coach Clem. This is the co-host Rhonda. All right, let's get into it. All right, cool. We're going to go over the programming for the week uh, for our Arrows Athletes classes. This upcoming week is week two of four of our strength building program, uh, which involves the three lifts of deadlift, back squats, strict press. So um, last week, if you guys were attending class, we're at 85% max reps. This week is going to be 90% max reps. So this, this is max reps for back squats, deadlifts, strict press. Those are actually the king compound lifts to develop strength and foundational functionality with, with your body. So that's why we're having those three uh, key lifts as our 90%. We're also incorporating the uh, cardio and all those great workouts that you guys are dying from. So just be on the lookout for that for the week. Uh, Olympic weightlifting folks, the new program is only new program is going to be uh, um, added into the private Facebook group. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, and also gymnastics folks, we have big build on big Monday build. tomorrow at 10 a.m. and Friday 5:45 p.m. So big build, look out for the private Facebook page of your upcoming week's programming. Right, and happy birthday to Kathy Dar. Happy birthday, Kat. I should have said that in the intro, but she's the big 6-0, so... She's amazing at 60. Man. There's not, there's not a lot of 60-year-olds walking this planet that does what Kathy does. Nope, and I hope you're listening, Kathy. I know you will be, so happy birthday. Happy birthday. We love you. All right, on to the next topic. Okay, so this is our Million Meter Madness Challenge update for yep. this week. Uh, so... We are moving into month number two. That's crazy. Of three months. And so that this month went by really, really fast. Yep. And you guys did a hell of a lot of rowing. Yep. <laughs> crazy amount of rowing. So please um, remember, obviously, for the team captains, every Sunday, the meters totals by athlete are due by 8 p.m. Some of you have been sitting a little bit later, but... Just, let's just try to keep that as a goal. I try to get those numbers out um, so that we could put updates into the podcast. So um, we won't be able to have it this week, so we're doing our podcast a little bit earlier. But if you guys do that, we can get those numbers out to the group sooner than later yep. to see where everyone stands. Now, this month, because we're ending July, right? Wednesday is July the 31st. So our month one bonus challenge was involving... Um, so there was involving three things. So the, there was a team picture was worth points. So I believe all I believe all the teams did that. Also a team video. Yeah. As well as your social media post. Yes. So team captains, this is very important. And I'm going to post this out on our group page as well. I need to get your full bonus numbers. So do some number crunching. Go back to your records. Remember, you can always be audited. So make sure that you're getting this correct from everyone with the totals of the team video, the team uh, photo, as well as all of the bonus social media points. And Mm -hmm. send that to me no later than Wednesday, July 31st at 9 p.m. Okay? Um, And then we'll get those numbers updated. Uh, So that brings us to August. New month. New challenge. New challenge. New bonus challenge. So social media, guys, you guys did a great job, but you don't worry about it. There's no social media for August, okay? 
You can keep doing it, Please, though, if you yeah. want. Like, do it, because we love to see we stuff, We love to right? see it. I mean, just keep doing it. Yeah. I just if you want. If you don't, it's okay. I didn't want to be like, oh, my gosh, they got to keep doing social media stuff. So this is going to be more physical, and it involves a ball <laughs> and also a wall. Everybody's favorite ball. Everybody's favorite It's wall, wall balls. Yes. So, and it's not actually for the full month of August. We're actually going to break this bonus challenge into two segments. So it'll be the first two weeks. And then we're going to come to you with another physical challenge for the last two weeks of August. So yes. the wall ball challenge is going to be you and your wall ball. And you can, for the next two weeks, all the way up to August 15th, you can gain up to 500 bonus points per person. You want to tell them how? Yes. One ball. One wall ball, one successful, legit rep wall ball counts as one point. Whoa. So every wall ball you do for the next two weeks up to the max cap of 500 wall balls counts as a point towards your bonus points. And we're going to go ahead and break down the, um, the wall ball weight standards too. Correct. Wall ball weight standards, if you are a master's athlete over the age of 50, you can use the 10-pound wall ball. For a female. For a female. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a uh, an athlete 50 years old or less, 20 pounds for guys, 14 pounds for ladies. You are hitting the 20-pound, t- uh, the men weight, or I'm sorry, the men target is, is, of course, the second line or higher. The women target is the first line or higher. The requirement is going to be a full-depth squat. No quarter squat bullshit is going to be counted. So you must squat to full depth and hit the target for it to count as one point. Quarter squats will count as zero. And so the next question, of course, is going to be how can you get this validated as an athlete? And there's two different options. So the first is you can grab any other athlete in the box and ask for them to judge you. And what you'll need to do is obviously have them um, score it for you. Be And guys, no rep people, okay? Yes. <laughs> this is not the time to be nice, okay? Correct. Like, this is, these are for legitimate points, so we want it to be... We want it to be a legit process. And we also don't want it to turn into some sort of a Nazi scoring system because I know some people, they get drunk with power when it comes to judging oh, reps. Yeah, the and they're, they're just that. like looking at it like, oh my God, you're not really that close. I'm not going gonna to give you no rep. No, if they're trying their best effort and by rule, if it's a, if it's a parallel squat, meaning that your hips are in line with the top of the knee, uh, by rule, it's considered a squat. Yeah, and we'll post a video out there too on the Correct. page. Now, if it's an obvious, you know, they're fatigued or maybe they just can't squat to depth, uh, that's a whole nother deal. You know, feel free to, to no rep them because we do discuss squat depth in, in, uh, in its totality in classes. So I don't think anyone in this rowing challenge doesn't understand what a full depth squat is. If they tell you that, they're lying. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're telling you that you're judging them, show them what you mean or refer them back to the video. And really, the, the point is we want it to be, um, you know, obviously a legit wall ball. Okay, that's Correct. really the point. Um, what you would want to do if you have someone that is going to be judging you, uh, have them gra- get, grab a dry erase board and, and count them for you. And then uh, take a snap of a picture at the end and have your judge write the number of wall balls that they were able to judge you on for that session. Send that over as proof to your captain. Yes. Don't worry about sending it to us. Send it to your captain so they can keep track of your numbers. 
Uh, now the other option is say that you're there for open gym by yourself. The alternative, obviously someone is not there to judge you. You can videotape yourself. Correct. Send it to your captain. Captains, you will have to validate the video. So if they no rep, if you have to no rep them on the video, and let's say they did a set of 20, but they only counted, you only counted 15 legitimate, they get a 15 score for that time, okay? Correct. So those are the two alternatives. You can grab a judge or you can videotape it if you're by yourself. Yeah, and if you're by yourself and you're videotaping it, do your, your captain a solid. Videotape it and send the video with the amount of wall balls that you think you had in that video. Help them out. Right, so like, that, say, like say it at the end of it? Yeah, or, like say it or, at the or, end or, or, or give just, them a message. Right, just like, give them a message and say, here's the video. I, I think I did 34 wall balls. That way the captain can kind of look at it as 34 wall balls. You guys have two weeks. So, I mean, I would say if you're not, if you feel like your form is not, you know, going the way you want it to, like, it's okay. You can finish it the next day, you know, or the, you know, over the course of the two weeks and if you only get do a set of 10 for that day, that's great. That's fine. That's, that's 10, 10 points. That's 10 more than you had. So. 10 points. Every wall ball is a point. So um, any points of performance or like any things that we could think about that would be good, Coach Clem, on how to attack this to get the full 500 over a course of 14, or, yeah, 14 days? I mean, if you were to break it down by numbers crunching, it's 250 wall balls a week, right? Mm-hmm. Karen is a workout that we have not run out in quite some time. That's Don't run that out during this. It's, 100, <laughs> it's 150 wall balls in one workout. Oof. So it's not like it's not realistically feasible. You guys can get 250 wall balls. I mean, if you get 25 wall balls a day, you are pretty much close to your goal. And 25 wall balls, if you do it effectively, will take you about maybe 45 seconds to a minute if you're really slow. So it's not taking a whole lot of your time. I mean, you could do 50 wall balls in, in, in about two minutes if you're really just trying to get it done. Hmm. So, the, the, I mean, those 500 wall balls, they'll add up real quick. So probably points of performance is really practice your depth on your squat. Really focus on hitting your target and breathe. Breathing. Really important. Very important. So what are some benefits of wall balls? Like we've talked about rowing. We know what rowing does for us. Why are we adding in wall balls as this bonus challenge well wall balls is, a, is an effective exercise it's like rowing as well in that it is basically a full body workout mm. um, you're talking about doing a full squat with weight throwing that weight up to a target so it actually practices your you know neural as well as your uh, physical capacity mm -hmm. as well as your cardio capacity because you have to breathe correctly to be able to do wall balls if anyone's done wall balls for a long period of time they they understand that it really does tax your cardio and once your cardio goes what ends up happening is physically your body's going to start to protect itself and you don't go into a full depth squat your shoulders start to fatigue your body starts to burn and you just want to quit because you're just like man this is just way too many wall balls and it's getting tedious so the wall ball just in it in and of itself the movement itself is a great total body workout because it builds your leg strength it builds explosive power through your legs because you got to power up that wall ball into hitting the target. That it, booty. Yeah, the booty. It, it builds up power. It builds up strength. It builds up cardio capacity. It builds up your uh, accuracy. I mean, it is a complete and total total body workout that, that affects 
your neural system, your physical system, and your cardio system. It, it is a great movement. It's, it's, it's really That's amazing. That's why we do so many wall balls. We do a lot of wall balls. But it's amazing that... Um, and it's low impact. Something And it's low impact. Yeah. And that something so simple, a weighted ball being thrown against a wall, how m- much it can you know, benefit you. Yes. Yeah. And you know, wall balls is just one of those things where it will test your heart. Like, mm. it will make you a coward if you're not prepared for it. Oh, I thought ball. you meant, like, your cardio. No, it's going to test your heart, like, your how much courage, how much <laughs> fight do you have in you to hang on to that wall ball? Ooh, yes. Literally, it does. Because once you drop that wall ball, you don't want to pick it back up. Yeah. So, it really does. It, it's a challenge. I always like to look at it in a competition if there's a wall ball. When I'm next to somebody doing a wall ball, my goal is to crush you. I want you to drop that wall ball before I do. Because psychologically, it's going to assassinate you. As soon as you drop that wall ball next to me, I'm still going. I already know I got you beat because you you already quit. You quit on me. You can't hang. That's a good point, though. Like, could could like a teammate do like the partner wall balls? What do you mean? Where where two people are next to each other and they're doing it as a session? No. Oh, they're gonna do it individually. Uh, solo dolo. Solo dolo. (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway, so 500 wall balls over the next two weeks. Good luck to everyone. Um, now, this brings us into the point system and how that's going to work to identify the potential winning team. So this is a big update here. Uh, so basically, the points, so we talked about the meters. The, the 1 million meter mark per team is what's required, unless you have a team that's doesn't have a full four people, we'll talk to you on the side. Each of your remaining team, whatever you have, you each have to get 250,000, okay? But if you're a team of four, a standard team of four, you have to meet the million meter mark to be considered for the drawing for the winners. Now, the differentiator is going to be these bonus points. So for every five bonus points, you get a ticket entry into the overall drawing. So, obviously, the more tickets you have, the better the chances, right? Um, So, even the teams that don't have four people, you still have a great opportunity here. Get as many points as you can to get more tickets in the bucket, and that's how we'll decide our our winning team at the end. Yes. All right. T-shirts and tanks are in process. Um, We hope to have them by Friday. So, thank you guys for your patience. We had a lot of teams come on board that were a little bit late is perfectly fine we still have a lot of rowing to do we still have a full two months left so um be looking out for that and if you guys have any questions on this new august bonus challenge please start asking them now do not start doing your wall balls until august 1st they won't count okay well not that would be thursday is august 1st all right on to the next topic on to the next All right, so we're going to start a new series, guys, and it's going to be where we're going to take just a deeper dive in some of the more common movements that you'll see in our group classes. And this is just another way to build more acumen and knowledge around it. And the coaches do a really good job during classes of um, explaining things. But clearly, you know, this is another forum where we can come and bring to you just more deeper information on it. So if you guys are in the rowing challenge, you're listening to this, you know, or spread the word to the other athletes to take a listen to some of this stuff. And it's, uh, it'll definitely help you guys out to have a better understanding of some of the points of performance. And the movement that we're going to cover this week is the... The almighty air squat. The air squat. It's really timely too, because it is a component of those wall balls. Yes. All right.
All right, so we're actually going to start talking about movements every single week. Um, in a one-hour class, we do talk about movements as coaches. However, uh, you know, a lot of moving parts, people in the class, fans are going. Uh, you guys are tired at 5 a.m. or maybe tired from a 5 o'clock class, hot. Um, you know, you've been working all day. So when we explain these movements, a lot of times probably you guys soak in 30% of it, which is completely normal because we're humans, right? So we figured that doing it on a podcast at your own leisure, at your own time, uh, at your own pace, you guys can kind of get an idea of what our points of performance are and what we try to explain to you during class. And hearing it versus having all the visuals around is sometimes like it, you hear things a little bit differently than when you're there live in person. So maybe this might help too. Exactly. So we're going to talk about the air squat. What exactly is the air squat? The almighty air squat. The air squat is essentially a squat with your body weight. No weight involved, no barbell, no wall ball, no kettlebell uh, holding you down. The air squat is essentially your own physical body weight. It is an effective exercise. If you guys have ever tried to do air squats for multiple reps in a workout, we've done it before, it does burn your legs. So the points of performance, or I guess the areas that it actually does help you with is your thighs, your what we call your quads, your glutes, what we call your ass cheeks, booty, booty your calves, which is those little, those big muscles right below your knees, you know, those calves, in the calf back. muscles, in the back. Uh, mm-hmm. your core also, your core has also got to be engaged when doing a squat. Why? Because when your core is tight, it uh, eliminates the possibility of your back rounding into a squat and hurting your back. Um, also, it, it does challenge your joints, your knees, your ankles, your hips mainly. If you don't have any mobility in your hips, knees, and ankles, what will essentially happen in your air squat is uh, sometimes you may tip forward or you may round out at the back or you may not be able to sit deep into a squat. So that is an air squat. So what's the points of performance of an air squat? Rhonda, do you know? Well, I do know that it is one of the most natural uh, functions that we are born with. Yes. Uh, once we start, you know, obviously not like a newborn, but, you know, once uh, a, ch- a young toddler gets mobile, uh, they're constantly in the air squat. Yes. Okay. So you asked the points of performance? Yeah. So, well, that's a great point that you bring up. Uh, we were all born on this earth to squat. Don't <laughs> let anyone tell you any different. Never. We were all born to have a deep, deep squat. So God gave us, or evolution gave us the ability to be able to squat deep. What ended up happening was once we got older, we started sitting on couches. We started sitting on beds, Mm. sitting on chairs. We stopped squatting for things. We just basically just had things always tabletop level. We ate on tables. We ate on chairs. um, And we never, ever sat on our butts or just naturally sat into a squat as we gotten older. So what ends up happening is our body adapts to the fact that we don't squat anymore. So what what ends up happening evolution-wise is your hips tighten, your knees tighten, your ankles get tight, um, and you lose the ability to squat. Once you lose, and I've said this in class before, once you lose the ability to squat, you are useless, you are useless in life. <laughs> you are literally useless in life. I laugh, but it's so sad when I like I see like my mom can't do a squat. Correct. You know, it is it is actually It sad. is debilitating. What ends up happening is you have, you avoid you lose the ability to squat. Your limbs, your lower body, which is basically your survival mechanism. You can't run, you can't jump, you can't do anything without your lower body. You lose that ability 
you're closer to the old folks home. You're going to be on, on a shopping cart. You're going to be that person at Walmart on a shopping cart motorized because you just can't walk around anymore. Wow. And just even the, the sheer ability, like if something were like if you were to fall, you know, down and you need to be able to maneuver your body up, you have to be able to like if you squat regularly, that's not an issue. Correct. Like you can get up and, and move around. And um, so, yeah, just that that sheer ability, if you needed to get up and you, you you weren't squatting regularly, that could be a problem. It's injury avoidance It's to make you a stronger person functionally in life. Right. So I've always said if you can't squat, you can't deadlift. You're useless to me. Like I can't, I can't, you can't depend on, I can't, no one can depend on you to survive in life if you can't pick things up from the floor and you can't squat to get things off the floor. Now, now, and, and when I think, when you say useless, that makes us like kind of chuckle, but it's um, not that someone can't come and get better at it because it's not something that is unattainable after it's lost. Correct. Well, it all depends medically. Well, yeah, I mean, Yeah, if you have degenerative hips and, you know, medically you just can't do it, then you've lost the ability to squat. Right. But someone that's in just general health-wise is okay. Yes. They just, they don't have it right now. They're, but they just need to practice. But we've seen, like, we've had, you know, lots of people who've come to oh, us yeah. and they just couldn't do it. And it, just, and it just takes time. It just takes time. Right. So uh, points of performance on the air squat is feet are shoulder width apart. Your toes come out about five to 10 degrees. Um, and as you descend down into the squat, your chest remains high, your core stays tight. You're tracking your knees over your toes. A common myth with an air squat is your knees should not go past your feet. It's almost like impossible for it not to. It, g- genetically, biologically, <laughs> unless you have dog hind legs, there's no way that you cannot do a full depth squat without your knees tracking over that, your I mean, toes. even when, they, when, the, when you co- coach the kids, one of the points of performance for the kids coaching is laser knees, right? right. Like they come out, like they, you gotta, how else can you get them there? Exactly. If you see a baby squat, baby doesn't think, okay, my knees can't go behind my feet. That, that is a cue that, I, that drives me insane as well, a coach. What do you think it derived from? I don't know. Uh, well, it derives from, when I, I, could, I could give you a little bit of a history when it comes to when I was learning how to squat from my high school strength coach, which is basically my high school phys ed coach uh-huh. uh, in football. Because we, back then, in, in the early days, we didn't have a lot of knowledge about it. So there's this common myth that if you were to squat too low, you're stretching out your knee joints and you're going to damage your knee ligaments. So, so who made that up? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just it just it just kind of like one of those myths that travel through the fitness world. Yes. You know, kind of like all kinds of all things when it comes to fitness related. So that was the myth. Like you would you have to squat, but your knees can't track over your toes because you're going to damage your knee joints. So it was almost like don't squat to death. Correct. At that point. Okay. Correct. Don't squat to depth. And that was actually how I learned in football. My coach would literally just go crazy if anyone would be squatting with their knees past their toes because they're thinking they're going to blow their ACL, which is basically a myth because your knees are meant to bend. There is, <laughs> that's, I mean, why <laughs> that's why you were born with knees. They, I mean, it makes no sense to me. So a full depth squat when done correctly is probably safer for your knees than a partial squat. Wow. Because a partial squat is all body weight now is transferred over from your quads and your glutes into your knee joints. That's, that's a partial squat. If you go full depth squat, now you've transferred that energy from your knee joint, from that partial, into now your quads and your glutes because in order for you to stand, you need to activate your thighs and your butt to stand up and mm. not your knees so much. Wow. 
So that's the point of performance when it comes to the squat. Chest high, core tight. You're squatting with your hips going below the top of your knees. Your knees track over your toes. Your feet are five to 15 degrees apart. And you're going down. And as you rise up, you're having a full foot on the floor and you're using your glutes, your, your, your quads to stand up. That is the full depth squat in the points of performance of an air squat. Yes, and so for the full depth, this just to confirm this, you can go as low as where your knees are. Like Correct. you don't have to go under that. I know there's like a lot of talk about like, do you go to it or below it? But so there's a tricky sticking point when it comes to the air squat or when it comes to squat in general. It your your range of motion ends where you feel like you've lost the activity in your thighs and your butt when you go into the squat. Meaning if you go too deep in a squat and you feel like the pressure is now transferred from your legs to your lower back, you went too low. Meaning your back is rounding and now all the weight is being absorbed in your lower back. Mm -hmm. So you should be squatting to the position of where you could keep your glutes and your quads active while avoiding the strain in your lower back. So that could vary for some people. It could be right at the knee crease and some could be right below it. Depends on the ability level. Yeah. Okay. Um, but as you get better, you start to get a little bit more mobile and you'll find that naturally you'll squat deeper and deeper and deeper as you transition and you train a little bit more into that squat depth. Yeah. And then like with only lifting, I mean, you guys go all the way into the hole, like to well, the bottom. You, there's no other way you can do it. You can't, yeah. you can't do a, a, a snatch or a clean or a good squat in an Olympic lift without being able to get low in their squat because you're talking about picking up heavy loads and you can't pick up a heavy load at a quarter squat you got to get low into a squat get low. so you have to like really utilize a lot of your lower body uh, ability to be able to get down into that squat and pop back up with with weight that's a great point yeah, that's a lot and that's weight. what we train in only classes how to get into a deep squat yeah well, listen, guys, that was the air squat uh, segment. We're going to be bringing you other common movements. If you have any suggestions or you want us to cover one specifically that you've been working on or struggling with, please just let us know. Send us a message. Yeah. And then one final point about the air squat is it's an oh. athletic transitionary movement. So if you cannot air squat efficiently, you're going to struggle with other parts of movements. It's like a, wall balls like wall balls or like just thrusters, anything like thrusters <laughs> anything related to a squat if you can't do a legit air squat efficiently it is going to punish you in other movements like rowing uh, rowing as well you have to go into almost closing your knees in order to be able to pull on the rower so these things the, the air squat is the foundation of everything else building around being a better athlete as well as getting the body that you want because if you can't really do the exercises efficiently you don't get the you don't get the benefits of what an air squat can do the amazing air squat the amazing air squat simple <laughs> yet effective that's why we do so many of them perfect all right guys hope you like that we'll move on to the next topic on to Talk the next about the pool party Hey guys, we had our pool party, our summer party. Man, it was lit. It was lit. Um, so we had it on Friday night. I know a lot of you, like anything in the summer, we know that people are so busy. And um, But for the ones that were able to come out and enjoy it, it was fun. Um, we were at the Green, Tea, Green Tree Tennis Club. You want to give away the location? That's a secret. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but it's really close to the box. And... Um, 
it was fun. We it was like it was just from six to nine p.m. on a Friday night where we all kind of got together, chilled out, ate Ate a little grub, and it was fun. And thank you to everybody who showed up, and Mm -hmm. um, thank you to uh, Jeremiah for bringing the music, clutch, uh, Roxanne and her banana pudding, clutch, clutch. I mean, everybody's everybody's stuff was awesome. And oh, oh yeah, the fruit, the fruit. Oh, Gracie, (laughs) clutch fruit. Uh, Laura's beans. Clutch. My dad loved those beans. Uh, we just had some great food and Coach Clem's burgers. <laughs> yeah, everyone talks about those burgers. Yeah. They're so good. You got a bunch of people that want want the recipe and want to make more burgers and wish I had made more Sliders. burgers. Uh, people took home multiple burgers. Yeah, people ate multiple burgers. I should have just made all burgers and no dogs because the dogs were barely touched. Mm-hmm. Arlene but, brought some guacamole. It yeah. was good. It was good. And then we danced, got in the pool. Like we had some minutes. spirits. Uh, and it felt like almost like a private pool party because there was really no one there other than us at, for that entire night. So it was really cool. It was fun. It was definitely fun. And um, just we like to get together and do um, events, especially in the summer. Um, where we can kind of all just kick back and relax. So uh, it was fun. And, uh, you know, we'll have something in the fall that we'll do as well. So keep your, if you missed this one, don't worry. We do something like every quarter. Uh, but thanks to everyone for showing up again. And if you liked it and you want to see it again, another pool party next summer, we can do it again. Oh, yeah. All right, next topic. On to the next. All right, guys. So I'm going to send a link out on our group page where you can sign up. So August is around the corner. We already mentioned that earlier. Yep. It is time again for your quarterly consultations if you're on the regular schedule from when we started it several months ago. Uh, if you've never done this before, what this is, is every quarter, um, if you're an athlete at the box and under any membership level, you, will, you have the option to have a private meeting with Coach Clem. Uh, it's a 30-minute session, one-on-one where essentially you just talk about what you want as far as your goals. And Coach Clem is going to basically write you a prescription on how to meet your goals. And the goals can span from just about anything that you want. If you want to get better at an air squat, he'll talk to you about that. If you want to compete in local competitions, he'll give you some thoughts about that. He's competed, you know, all across the state. So anything that you want, if you want to be in the CrossFit Games, he'll talk to you about how, you know, a roadmap for that. So for those of you, we know we have some newer athletes, please take advantage of it. Sign up for your consultation. It is so awesome. He, you, you do a timeline, a vision board. It's a lot of fun. And for the folks that have already done their vision board, he does a check-in with you, right? So we have your same information from before where you'll sit down, Coach Clem, and talk about the progress, you know, as far as, you know, the prescription that you'd previously wrote them. So please do take advantage of that if you are an athlete. Now, the second thing is we also, Coach Clem also offers, if you are going into a competition, which we know competition, the fall competition season is coming up. September. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. It's coming up fast, man. August is like this week. Yes. So um, it's another 30-minute session that you're entitled to where you can sit down. Uh, Coach Clem, will, and if you have a partner, because uh, duality is generally two people. Um, if you're in any other type of competition, just come on in, bring your partners, and he's going to give you guys some tips and tools to you know help you to to get, have your team ready. Is there anything you would talk about on that, Clem? Well, in the competition comp consultation. Yes. Uh, well, we have a very very down to earth 
honest conversation about a variety of things. Uh, your ability levels, if you have any questions, any concerns, um, your training regimen, mm. um, what you should work on for specific competition. What to eat the day of. What to eat the day of. Uh, how to transition quickly into a, in the middle of a competition and be able to gain extra reps to get higher on the leaderboard. Wow. Though transition time is huge. Uh, conditioning is huge. Um, strategy is huge. We talk about strategies. We talk about a lot of different things. Um, that's a fun time for me. And, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun time to have the consultation. And then when the workouts roll out, if you want to meet with Coach Clem again, just let us know because right now I don't think that the workouts, the workouts are, are, for are du- not for out duality. No. But they, when they do come out and you and your partner have questions, let, let Clem know. And then like, hey, a lot of teams have done like, They'll run a watt in front of you. Correct. And you'll break it down and say, okay, let's do it. Let's let's redo it like this. Exactly. And then they shave off time or whatever. So and it really helps. Yeah. Um, so I'll have that link out with some openings. Get in there as soon as you can, especially if you have a competition coming up. And definitely for your consultation, if you're a regular athlete, get in there, get it signed up because you'll it's so valuable. Absolutely. And then we'll go on to our quote of the week, y'all. All right. On to the next. All right, so this will be quick. We'll try to make it quick. The quote of the week, and we bring this to you every week. Hopefully, that will inspire you for the upcoming week. This one is from Mufasa from The Lion King. The the old Lion King, right? Not the new trash hey, that came out, correct? Hey, hey, look, we're not going to trash it on the podcast, but the, the Well, quote, we could trash it on the podcast. It was trash, guys. The new Lion don't King listen to him. was not the go, original Lion King. Go watch it. It had no emotion. <laughs> Uh, it looked as though I was watching the zoo the because C- the lions had no emotion. They were all stone-faced. CGI was cool. The voiceovers were kind of kind of cheesy, uh, namely <coughs> Beyonce. But, you know, we're, we're going to get past that. I was just disappointed. But anyways, this is a quote from Mufasa. Look beyond what you see. That's it? <laughs> Are you looking like so anyways the quote is look beyond what you see so i really like this quote <laughs> i know it's just like what but if you really think about it look beyond what you see so we have a vision that's in front of us of reality of where we're at today whether that be we step on a scale or we look in the mirror and it's what we see is right here in front of us but that's, we need to look beyond that because that is, doesn't tell the whole story. And so I know a lot of people are rowing like crazy. They're in the challenge or they're, you know, you're trying to eat healthier. And all you see is like this moment where you feel, you know, if you're female, you feel bloated or even guys feel bloated sometimes. And you just, oh, sometimes it could just be a, a drag on some days. Look beyond what you see right now. And just keep in mind the long-term goal, those gains and things like that, it, it doesn't happen overnight. I, that's a pretty good quote. Look beyond what you see. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Even though you didn't like the new movie. Well, I didn't like the new movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I read into that quote, look beyond what you see, is um, like you were saying, like, you know, number on the scale or you feel like your body isn't where it needs to be because you gave yourself a timeline. Um, or you're comparing yourself to another person, um, get trapped into that comparison thing where you feel like this person is doing the same amount of work that you're doing, but they're getting more results than you are. That is a, it's quicksand. Um, You have to look at your progression as your own progression, your body as your own body. 
what you're doing as what you're going to be doing for the long term. I know we have a three month rowing challenge. Um, it's kind of like almost a trap if you think in three months you're going to lose 50 pounds, mm. for example. Or if you think in three months you're going to be like, you know, six pack abs. Uh, this, is a, this is something, fitness is a lifetime journey um, that you put in intense work every single day to build the body that you want over time, right? You have to chisel. It's like basically chiseling stone. You have to chisel stone. It takes time. Yep. Definitely takes time and it takes consistency. Yeah. Don't get bummed out and just say, oh, well, it's not working. I'm not going to do it. That's where you should be doing it. Lord knows we've had those days. I don't know about you. Yeah. I mean, we've all had, had those days. I've had those days. But that, I always tell myself when I have those days, that's me needing to go in and do it. Because that's your body's way of saying, okay, well, you're saying that we don't want to do it. I want to do it. Go in there and do it. The time you feel like you don't want to do it is the time your body wants to do it. And your mind doesn't want it's to. It's your mind. It ain't your body. It's your mind. Your <laughs> mind will quit before your body. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> well, listen, guys, I'm looking forward to this week of July the 29th, moving into the month of August. We have a lot of fun things coming up. And uh, arrows up, everyone. All right. Arrows up. Peace out. Bye. All right, so we're going to start a new series where we're going to take a deeper dive into specific movements. And uh, we, you hear about it in class, and obviously for your... Our mo- oh, oh. oh, yeah, there we go. Some music in the background. <laughs>